Hello and welcome to Warlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Jesse from Fury's Finest. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, Lexa, and I'm really happy to be on the Morlocks podcast because this is something that's very near and dear to my heart is loving all the characters of Marvel Christ Protocol equally and finding homes for them. It's very exciting to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's what I built this show upon, as well as a pile of jank. I love all that. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And, uh, you know, on top of that, I think that correlates with our show quite well because our purpose of our whole show is to create evergreen content on Fury's Finest about all the characters of Marvel Christ Protocol mm-hmm. and talk about them in lore, but also in strategy and just kind of like you can jump in at any time and kind of learn a lot about a character and mm-hmm. enjoy them more in the game. That's that's our goal. Yeah, and I feel that overall, for the most part, with the couple notable exceptions of things that have been banned and restricted, I have fairly evergreen content on, on this podcast i think that's a high like goal to do as a content creator i think because it's very difficult because Mm -hmm. we get very excited as content creators about the topical things sometimes about the topical news meta yeah content play styles i think it's really good to get out of your comfort zone with that as a content creator and just create evergreen content Mm -hmm. that you can for the listeners because i think people jump into this game all the time like i said random times and intervals and it's really helpful i think to put out positive content across all your time and creating content because people jump in it you never know when you know you never know uh the first release it first new releases that came out after i jumped into the game were ant-man wasp dr strange wong and ghost rider that's right so i jumped a lot there yeah um so for those who may not know you would you mind introducing yourself Absolutely. So my name is Jesse Aiken. I am the host of Furious Finest. We're a Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast that also covers the Marvel Universe and comics as well. We started in October 2019. That's right. Right before the game came out, we were very excited to create content for this game and kind of learn the game alongside the community, learn about the characters. And every week we either dive into the news or we dive into a character in a deep way in that character's lore and strategy to better understand them and enjoy them in the game. And then on top of that, we do a lot of Marvel MCU and comic content because we are a thematic lore show at heart in a lot of ways. Yeah. I I have been very vocal about my mediumness on MCU and how much I've been loving the new X-Men comics. Well, there's a lot there. We've been loving the new X-Men comics as well. There's there's a lot of crazy things in those comics, oh, but yeah. We also love the MCU. I mean, there's there's also, of course, parts of the MCU that are not for me, not for you, maybe. There, you know, there's a lot of things there, and I think that's actually a good age of Marvel we're in. I think Moon Knight's evocative of that, which is coming out right now, where it's like, mm-hmm. there, it's content that's clearly not for some people, and it's content that's clearly for some other people. And I, I find that very interesting, Lexa, where it's like, we're finally in an age where the MCU can kind of branch out a bit more and i'm really looking forward to what that age entails and i think the sam raimi doctor strange is going to help a lot with that as well because i think it's going to break down some barriers i really hope so i hope so but we shall see i i with disney as a company i am a lot i am never sure of what they are trying to say until it actually gets produced absolutely i mean i'm a diehard star wars fan here so there's there's a lot there with that as well for disney a lot of pros a lot of cons so mm-hmm. i'm just looking forward to it it's it's all more content you know not all this for me and i am looking forward to like more people getting into marvel and star wars that might not be at the level maybe that i am which is a maybe a much deeper level than some of them so i think it's all positive at the end of the day but of course not everything's for me and you know i think it's getting more people into mcp too because yeah People learn about characters like Moon Knight they might not know much about, and then they play Moon Knight in the game and have a blast. You know? Oh, yeah. Moon Knight's a fun character. Um, Absolutely. Now, normally at this point of the show, I would ask you to speculate some, but you have, you're the first guest, uh, as far as I know, on this show that has actually worked with Atomic Mac game in some capacity. 
That's true. That's very true. And uh, it was very exciting. Yes. You worked on two of the organized play kits, um, which were uh, Domain of the Dread Dormammu and Unstoppable Colossus, correct? Correct. And they're out in the world, and it's very fun that people are playing them. I'm very excited to see people's reactions to these two kits in particular because they're very unique yes um if you want to see me and omnis talk about the domain of dread dormammu you can see that on omnis's channel uh omnis protocol um and i am hopefully he was out at adepticon the weekend we were running unstoppable drug and, uh, uh, unstoppable classes but i'm hoping to show him that soon so we can do another episode on unstoppable classes soon um so, oh, i can't wait to hear it yes um but because of that um, I, we are not going to be doing any level of, like, speculation or wishing this episode just to be on the safe side. I appreciate that. And, you know, my listeners know, you know, I have an affinity for mutants, for the spider family, the spider people. So, mm-hmm. you know, take what you will from that. There's so many great characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol at, as of right now. And I'm imagining there's going to be so many more great characters in the future. So it's just... I always love playing with the characters we have right now because I always feel like there's a character I haven't really played enough with, you know? And oh, I yes. think the character I brought today is going to be an interesting choice in that way because I think it's a character that's misaligned a little bit in the community. And that's just, that's just a tease. It's just a mm-hmm. tease. <laughs> well, well, it, it is that time. So who did you bring for us to talk about? So I brought James ha- Logan Howlett. That's, of course, the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The four-threat Wolverine. Not Laura. Not Laura Kinney. I know her name's X-23 in the game, but, you know, we lovingly call her Wolverine a lot. I'm furious finest because she is the Wolverine to us. Yes. But Logan, mm-hmm. Wolverine. The original Wolverine that came out of the game, the four-threat, is who I am bringing today because you haven't done him on your show, Lexa, and also I think he's one of the characters in this game that doesn't get played a lot. And no, I, I really, really love to see him more and that's saying something because Logan is in four teams. He's in more teams almost than any character in the game, yes. which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that's just a kind of a tribute to how much, uh, how marquee of a character he is because then Marvel Comics puts him in everything. Absolutely. He can honestly be on more teams, right? In this game, potentially. Yes. Uh, affiliations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've read a little bit of the Savage Avengers one where he's teaming with Conan the Barbarian and Dr. Voodoo. Oh, very good. <laughs> he's all over the place. <laughs> he's everywhere. I mean, we're about to release our Angela episode of the podcast and like, he literally brought about essentially the acquiring of Angela into the Marvel universe through his time travel and in the age of Ultron story. So He's always doing something, you know, he's always somewhere doing something. It's crazy. I love the character so much. He's one of my favorite characters in all of Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to see him more in MCP because he's pretty interesting. Yes. At least in universe he helped. Out of universe it was legal bullshit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Angela is honestly one of my favorite Marvel characters at this tra- point because of how petty her entire existence is. Well, and it's one of those weird things where it's like, I unashamedly, one of my favorite writers is Neil Gaiman. And like the events that transpired with a lot of that is, it's just very strange to me. I love that he created this character, written character in form, but then like the whole conflict with McFarlane and, and, you know, the artistry and the writing and then getting that whole debate where it's like, when you create a comic book character, was it the writer of the creator character? Was, was it the the artist was it was it yeah. some mix of both you know very interesting uh-huh yeah no it's it was hysterical and i just love how petty it all was i'm glad it's over and i'm glad she's in marvel now because i think she's such a neat character yes look forward to what they do more with her uh but speaking of wolverine one of the places i want to talk about him is asgard i'm glad you brought that up because that's the top of my list is asgard <laughs> So just giving him more healing to make him a bigger tank. Absolutely. And very importantly, never giving him stagger. Yes. Right. In my mind, because that just ruins him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just does. It just does. Yeah. So 
I'm glad you mentioned Asgard. I had a couple other teams, Lexa, that were just at the top of my mind. But, you know, Logan's one of those characters. I, I generally think he could fit a lot of places. But keep in mind, we are completely avoiding Avengers, Defenders, Uncanny X-Men, and X-Force, which yes. el- eliminates a lot. But the top of my head, I thought it'd be very interesting, potentially, to play Wolverine and Criminal Syndicate. Yes. It, for all the reasons you would imagine, but in particular with the Witnesses Secure Crisis in mind. Because mm-hmm. he is Logan is immune to stun. Yeah, and and of course the healing factor just gets around the damage as well. And what does he not, not love more than just being two fixed points on the map, essentially? So yes, that um, was my second thought. So my second thought is of the same vein. Just uh, I thought Criminal Syndicate was a good shout, um, mostly because I liked the interactions between him and uh, Hood. Absolutely. Hood healing him and then giving him bleed and then him not caring really about bleed all that much. Well, and you're about to lead into the next thing that we, I think we have on both of our lists, potentially. <laughs> uh, maybe. The other place Hood is, and I think Wolverine has a really interesting option in, is Sin Cabal. Very interesting. Yes. This is something is not on my list, but it's something that's on my like B list and something I've talked a lot with my one of my close friends who's a avid Sin Cabal player, who I think has tried Sabretooth in that spot and had a lot of success. But I think you could kind of slot Logan in a similar spot in the Sin Cabal and kind of just plant your feet on a point, right? And keep those Sin Cabal triggers up. Well, so the thing I am thinking about is because Sabretooth is also there. Oh, you want both. Okay. Uh, you can do both and have them on opposite sides of a B or on a D and have them go to opposite points and just be in the middle of it. And then whichever one you ha- you have two targets for uh, exceptional healing and you have both characters to do the Weapon X project. I like that too. I like that too. Well, that also leads to my next point, which is you mentioned a lot of bleeds and stuff. I mean, what about Midnight Suns? Midnight Just the Suns. idea of Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because bleeds, access to bleeds, and then getting around lo- potentially Logan's big, biggest weakness is him being displaced, potentially displacing him back. Or, you know, his biz- his biggest weaknesses are him being displaced or staggered, in my mind. So it's like, if he gets around those things, I think Midnight Suns is a good fit because mm-hmm. Blade likes bleeds, but also... The bump in the night's good for him. Oh, yeah. No, very, very fair. Um, other things I want to talk about um, is Inhumans. I, I have, very good. I've made it known that I am an avid Inhumans fan in this game. Um, and I, I know you are. I just think funneling power to get uh, as many of the... Uh, this is what I do. Yeah, this the, is what I do. Best of what I, best of what I do. Yeah. yeah, best at what I do off. Um, because as I have talked about with Doc Ock, Devil Wilds is terrifying. It is, especially when it hits. Mm-hmm. Like, it always catches your opponent unaware. Yeah. But I, I think with that same mindset, you could still apply, and this is kind of like further down my list of ideas, you could further apply getting around Logan's issues with power with A-Force, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Inhumans A Force fills a similar role where you have like expensive leader, mm-hmm. but then you have power passing abilities that get around. You you know Logan's bit like weakness of not having enough power to do all the things that he yeah. wants to do. Um, a another interaction I want to bring up, not necessarily an affiliation, but a character to keep in mind is Baron Mordo. I love Baron Mordo. <laughs> <laughs> And just giving Logan two extra dice for zero cost. Sounds great to me. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> I think we can fit Baron Mordo to almost any of the teams we've talked about thus far, in yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, and then I kind of want to talk about the Spider-Foes. Let's do it because you and I both love the spider foes. Mm-hmm. We we've been those people that have been talking about spider foes for a long time pre the goblin change. I uh, think. So I did. I was tournament running a tournament list of it 
pre the second wave of Spider-Verse getting announced. Oh, of course. That that's that's crazy and wild, and I love it. Because uh, I ran the Thanos Spider-Verse list, um, and pioneered that's that right. before, uh, right before uh, it, it started up. I think the actual announcement came in the middle of the season. I was playing them. Of more spider foes, yeah, coming. I love it. No, I I played Thanos spider foes as well because I I feel like you and I had a similar mindset where it's like their biggest weakness was their low die strikes. Essentially, I mean, <laughs> and it gets around suddenly, the biggest issue. Eight die strike Doc Ock is one of the most terrifying <laughs> pieces on the board. Absolutely, absolutely, and so much power building too. Oh God, yes, <laughs> L- love it. Mm-hmm. But with the spider foes, uh, the option to have a potential Pyrrhus on top of your inbuilt Pyrrhus is a lot of, takes care of a lot of defensive tech. That's very true. That's very true. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. And Lizard. So you have another exceptional healing target there. Yes, I think Lizard is always going to be in the back of our minds. Any of these teams we make, or even Laura, because mm-hmm. the keeping that exceptional healing on. Yes, Wolverines and then exceptional healing both being online are, are my thinking here. So this is a Logan centric episode, but I think, of course, now that Laura and Honey Badger are out, they're always worth considering mm-hmm. because you're wanting to get viability out of that card or more cards. And then the last thing, which is the thing I have been working on that I want to bring up, is Amazing Spider-Man Web Warriors. Tell me all about this, because I still have not played Amazing Spider-Man Web Warriors. I've played a ton of Miles, and I'd love to hear how Logan can do this. So, Logan is not, like, premier tier. In in the next couple weeks, we'll have a couple premier tier characters for that list uh, that I will talk about. But it's... Uh, amazing Peter, um, just because of the way his control works, you can slow people, which allows you to have the speed advantage a lot. But also, it's he can be a much more brawly Web Warriors player. You can do an Amazing Peter uh, Moon Knight Venom core and have this surprisingly brawly team. I like that. Um, I'm not 100% sure it's the best place to put Wolverine. As I said, coming up soon, we'll have a couple characters who are bang on insane in, uh, Amazing Peter, uh, Web Warriors. Okay. I like the nod, though. (laughs) And I, I, I mentioned Criminal Syndicate at the top, something I didn't mention while we were there. With the release of Shadowland Daredevil soon, yep. I thought it'd be pretty neat to have Kingpin and Shadowland Daredevil that like both coincide with Logan in unique ways, and I feel like that's yeah pretty powerful and fun. Yeah, because Shadowland's Daredevil allows him to fish for those wild triggers. Correct, mm-hmm. which is very very nice, and gives him a little bit more consistent like dice, which is always like one of his issues. Just like Doc Ock, where it's like they either just have like over the top dice or they miss, you know, which yes. happens a lot. Uh, back in the uh, Thanos Spider Foe days, and I've told this story many a times, I have one shot <laughs> a Thanos with an eight dice uh, builder on Doc Ock. Just because it came up wild, 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 wild hit. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I, I, I doomed Prophecy Doc Ock one time and KO'd a Modoc. I think I had like one damage on him before that or something, you know, on his front side. It's just insane. Just absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, wonderful. How would you do that on Modoc? So, <clears throat> with Doom Prophecy? Because uh-huh. you don't get the of... double wild. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't actually... Now I say with Modoc off the top of my head, I meant to say... <clears throat> I don't know why I said Modoc, but it was playing Cabal, which was a big thing. Yeah, Modoc and his wilds every time. Uh-huh. It I frustrates me every time. Every time saying it, that walk and some that don't. <laughs> yeah, so the the ones that work, they happen before he turns it right. Yes, that's that's the weirdest so part of it. It's Pierce is the big one that walks because that's on because you pierce the dice before it's yes. changed, right? Mm-hmm. But there's not many others. Not many others. <laughs> um, 
The fun thing I did was doing for a time was playing Baron Zemo, and you would master right. swordsman, and then when you attack him, and then pick up all your wilds for your re-roll. Because they're not going to count for successes anyway, so why not just re-roll them? I love it. Yeah. Just get them out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Entirely. No, it wasn't Modok. It was actually Red Skull and Crossbones. Which, right. You know, yes. very, very unbelievable, but it can happen. Uh-huh. And getting around that Crossbones, like, tankiness on top of that. But, yeah, I just... Cabal scares me now these days a lot. I mean, when they got Hood, a lot of things changed. Well, um, not I, the, they, I they were also, always great. I'm also working on, and may be out by the time this episode comes out, a okay. article, which first draft is 1,500 words. I need to go back and wow. do some editing. Uh, right. On why you should be taking Red School out of affiliation. You've been saying that for a long time. I mean, that um, Illuminati episode you and I both were on, uh-huh. on Xavier Protocols... The Danger Room. Yeah, they, yeah, it was The Danger Room. It, it was The Danger Room, but it was kind of like Jacob using his YouTube channel as well. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Red Skull there as well. I know you've mentioned a lot on your show, and I think Red Skull is a pretty powerful support piece, but I'd love to read that, yeah, and see the power of Red Skull and other teams, for sure. Well, he, he is one of the only characters... He is, I'm pretty sure, the only character with two separate ways to displace Dormammu. That's huge. Because <laughs> both his push on his wild push on his strike and his spender are non size restricted uh, displacement. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> and he and has gl- power I- to do his spender every turn. Yeah, the spender is surprisingly good for mm-hmm. sure. And I'm glad you mentioned Dormammu because I thought of Logan and Dormammu. Not that we're going to do that today because I think it's a little less interesting. But I thought of potentially, oh, Wolverine getting more power. Mm-hmm. And potentially if it gets damaged by Dormammu's leadership, cares a little yeah. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very interesting thought for me of him and Dormammu's team. And that got me thinking like in the future, like... Do I want to make a Dormammu team with multiple healing factor characters? That might be something well, worth pursuing. So a thing is that I'm going to bring up a little bit ahead of schedule, um, but I just want to keep us in mind. Healing factor characters are bloody amazing at cubes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. And, you know, it shores up a lot of some of their weaknesses, Logan in particular, yeah. the power, right? Well, I, I just, I love Sabretooth as a cube carrier because he's the only, as far as I know, currently the only long-moving uh, healing factor character. As of right now, that's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine that will change at some point. But for now, he's a long-moving sweet healing factor character. <laughs> yep. Once again, my friend that plays a lot of Sin Cabal, that was the strat, was like, Cubes is already in your list. Like, you should add Sabretooth. This is me talking to my friend. And, you know, for that reason alone, right? Bring Sabretooth. You already have Lizard. Mm-hmm. And start loading up some cubes. Bring Exceptional Healing. I, I think Exceptional Healing is a card that, for some reason, a lot of people don't respect or they sleep on or they just forget about. I and think it's I, been long enough in the meta that people have forgotten the horrors of Odin's Blessing. <laughs> that's what it is that's exactly what it is but i'm glad you brought up odin's blessing lexa because that was kind of why my, my thinking with asgard was like okay logan's like never getting condition he doesn't want he's healing on top of his healing but also we got this weird situation going on against our opponent where we have odin's blessing and we also have exceptional healing it's 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 a rough spot for your opponent to be in. I mean, mm-hmm. just the the mind games before you've actually even committed to actions, there's a lot in there. Oh, yeah. No, it's... And that's always one of my favorite things, is to throw a situation that the opponent has never had to think about before. It's why kind of the two marquee lists that I have been playing recently are Death and Taxes. Uh, love it. And uh, Condition Dot List. I love that you're doing that. Yeah. The condition list is always something I think that's always been viable, you know, and of course now there's more than ever, right? So crystal Hawkeye and Viper all do a lot of conditions. (laughs) They do. They do. I love it. 
You don't have Omega Red in that list by chance, do you? Uh, I'm pretty sure I do. Let me pull up the most okay. recent version. Because it has been updated because I noticed enough of my core was shield. I could just be shield affiliated, and he does give out a little bit of condition stuff. Yes. But That's current, pretty neat. the current list, current list as it is right now, is Crystal, Scarlet Witch, Star Lord with a Power Gem, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Viper, Bear Mordo, Omega Red, Bullseye, and Nick Fury. Love it. And you can be S.H.I.E.L.D. affiliated in that in most threat levels? Yeah, you can be S.H.I.E.L.D. affiliated or, unaffil- uh, or leaderless A-Force. So we are splashing in uh, the, uh, the tactics card, Star Wars Determination. Determination. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Such a good card. Such a good card. And of course, right at the top of the tactics cards is the best card art ever. It's Kingpin throwing stripper money at Daredevil. It is kick him while they're down. Love it. <laughs> Very good. That sounds fun to play oh, against, yeah. honestly. So so you're saying that puts people in the position of questions. You're asking questions before you've even made plays. And then when you start making plays, you ask more questions. And I think Wolverine and the Asgard could do that because Asgard has a lot of control that people don't respect or understand, oh, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I have played against Omnis a bunch, who is very who is kind of the pay-to-flip person in our meta. And he is like, Asgard is so he might good be the, on- <laughs> He might be the pay-to-flip person in all of the MCP community. I'm just yes. going to throw that out there. I have played he, he more loves pay-to-flip. pay-to-flip against Omnis than anyone else. And, and he is, Absolutely. He's one of our local people, too. So, uh, of course. We Love talk it. about the game a lot. Then. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's very much of like, yeah, no, there is, Asgard is a control faction. Right, and it's paramount that Thor lives because having the leadership and all that just leads to more of your control, right, and yeah. giving you more options. So sometimes you have Thor turns where you know you maybe throw a hammer and sit on a point or something, or and shake a condition or something, and then maybe shake another condition from Asgard, and that's the turn, you know, and that's okay because yeah. he's alive and, and have- he's giving you a lot. And you have Enchantress Loki Valkyrie cleaning up all your messes. Exactly, exactly. And um, I'm a huge Loki fan, so oh, yes. I use one of her characters to play. Right, mm-hmm. so. Um, but yes, so uh, we have talked about a lot of options. Is there one that we are, which one do you want to dive into today? It's really hard, Lexa, so. The three I'm leaning on the most, and we can narrow down from the three, are Asgard, Criminal Syndicate, and Midnight Suns. Asgard, for all the reasons we just discussed, Criminal Syndicate for the double leadership, mm-hmm. which seemed to gel with Logan really well, and Midnight Suns for the bleed synergy and the bump in the night. Yes. So I think he's actually really strong in all these teams mm-hmm. and really fun in all these teams, which is more important. So it's just a matter of narrowing these three down. Yeah. Um, you know... And the direction I, I want to go, okay, um, because it is the one that we most, at least, commonly do on the show. As an okay, and we're already doing, Lo- and we're already doing Logan. You've never done your show, so I'm into this idea. Uh, is Asgard? We rarely get to do an Asgard list, so let's do Asgard. Let's do it. Um, which of course means we are bringing Thor, Prince of Asgard. Uh, of course, who is a very good model. Um, he certainly is. Size for throw, shock. Very importantly, the shock condition, which I think will actually help uh, Wolverine a fair bit. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so while we're here, do we just want to go ahead and add Valkyrie to have a three thread affiliated? Yeah, Valkyrie. And then yep. I think we're also immediately adding Enchantress. No disagreements here. The real question is, is with my love of Angela, do we have room for her as well? I I think we are going to be playing this as a four-wide list. Most point values. Okay, so we should bring Angela. That's yes. what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Maybe even three-wide occasionally. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think we are going to pull basically all of the Asgardians. So you think we're going to pull... 
Loki and Hela. I, I think the one we're not going to pull is Hela this time. That's what I'm thinking too. Now, are we going to, do we have room to p- put a gem on Loki or is that just out of the options of our threat? I think, a, I think we are going to try and play our threat math high and then just be, a, I think we're going to play a control faction high right. and then a little bit more brawly low, if that makes sense. Okay. Yes. So the question I have there is like, are we going to play the mind gem on Loki or is that something that we're just going to like, we're going to keep working on characters and we'll flex that if we need it. Uh, I let's, let's hold off for a second. Cause the other thing I want to bring up, uh, let me make sure I get everyone off is we talked a lot about how displacing Wolverine hurts him a bunch. It's true. I know. I think I know where you're going with this. There is another gem that Loki can use, and it's called the Space Jam. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I've yeah. played it a lot in Ebony Maw. So, mm-hmm. so that that is another thing to keep in the back of our mind. But yep. I I think we need some amount of two pointer in here. <laughs> we certainly do. Um, do you have a two pointer that jumps out to you as something you want to talk about? I mean, maybe Toad would shore up some of our objective running because yeah. we have a lot of mm-hmm. beefy characters that are going to sit on points, essentially. Yeah. But also, like, Bullseye could be fun because it seems like we have a, we have potentially a lot of damage spikes, too, so Bullseye could finish people off. So it, it's either or. I, I'm feeling the Toad train today. Okay. I think, yeah. I think, he, works, I think he works very well, and I think he likes the leadership, too. Um, I think just, so. Just because of slippery, where if so he, annoying. If yeah. he gets damaged, he can move out of the way, and then he can lick his wounds for a couple turns. You know. Absolutely. Yep. I do know. Yeah. He's he's done that to me in the past um, through different means, but of course, yeah. Toad is a strong. character out of affiliation character that I want to bring up that we were talking about earlier. Um, just because he does so much with the leadership, hood. <laughs> Okay, I'm all about it. Because you can heal. I was about to ask you if. Mm-hmm. And then uh, during the next leadership phase, you can spend one to remove the bleed condition. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask like, if we had room for Hood and Lizard in, in particular, because leaning into this leadership, leaning into the healing factor. But if we go the Lizard route, I think we lose Laura. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm maybe not risk necessarily ready to part with because I, I really want to have the option to have her with logan for maybe? the wolverines for the wolverines and just have like more like we talked about exceptional healing yeah. targets um the other the other one we talked about earlier that would expand something for us is uh how do we feel about saber I like Sabretooth. I do. I just, I'm worried about the threat. Yes. On top of like Loki and stuff. I feel like I would rather bring Loki than Sabretooth in most instances with Asgard. Maybe. Depends on what route we go with the objectives on top of bringing Logan every time, right? Which is yeah. our goal. So uh-huh. I, I like where your head's at, but I don't know if we have room for him in this team. Now, yeah. if we were playing Sync Cabal, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We bring them both, like you yeah. said. And just, which one is going to be the size three flow? Exactly. But I think it's a lot more interesting to bring Laura, for instance, like X-23, mm-hmm. because I don't know if anyone's explored this yet. Lexa is like the Wolverine team in the Asgard with their healing factor two, with the Asgard healing. You know, there's a lot of interesting things yeah, there. Just being a sustained team where you have to beat them up in one activation. It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Like if there was room for lizard two, I would take him, but I just don't think there is like affiliation wise, you know, yeah. keeping affiliation. So, well, so um, we have, we have one character left. Who do we want to be our weird <clears throat> splash? For that final character slot. It could be a really high threat character. It could be another two threat. It could be, you know, a flexing three. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like between 
Hood and Valkyrie. I feel like we're kind of locked in with our threes, to be honest. Like we're in Laura well, is on top of that. So I have a weird option to bring up. Okay. Um, that may solve some issues that we are talking about with points values. Sounds good. Do we want one of the rogue agents? Hmm. Can't hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of both. They're both very strong characters. I, I think Bucky is still very underrepresented. I'm very happy he's getting a home with S.H.I.E.L.D. soon. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more of him, but I'd be very interested to get Bucky maybe on the table. And the only reason I don't say Taskmaster is because I feel like we have Hood, we have X-23, we have Valkyrie, we have these characters that are going to like sustain on points, right? Yeah, and go in. So why not get a, uh, a turret of some sort? You yeah, know? I'm with you there, actually. And that makes us 10 characters. Um, though we still have not quite resolved if we're putting a gem on Loki. Right. And it's more of a threat issue, right? It's like, mm-hmm. do we... What are the questions there? The questions like, are we bringing Angel a lot? I feel like we are in this team in particular um, to keep the lower model count, like you said, and keeping priority potentially. So. Yeah. Do we do we just keep Loki at four? You know, is yeah. more of a matchup dependent thing. Because mm-hmm. if there's one thing that Black Order hates, it's Loki bubble. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I Loki's in my current convocation list, and I I bring him for certain matchups for that very thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I had someone. Uh, speaking of weird convocation splashes. Okay. Uh, I had someone play Electra convocation at me. Wow. And it I want to hear me. all about that. It nearly <laughs> killed me. The only person Love left it. was Amazing Spider-Man with the Kree-Core in the back corner of the room. Everyone wow. else was dead. Yeah, I think Elektra is going to shock a lot of people. I, oh, yeah. I, like Elektra and Dormammu's team. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that are happening that people aren't going to be ready for. I, I'm oh, curious. Yeah. But this is looking good. I mean, right now we have Thor, Prince of Asgard. Wolverine, Valkyrie, Enchantress, Angela, Loki, Toad, Hood, X-23, and Winter Soldier, if we feel yeah. good about that. Yeah, I feel good about that. So let's start talking about crises. Um, yep. And there's one that I immediately jumped to brain-wise. Uh, Secures? Uh, Mutant Madman. I was going to say, are we just doing the quintessential, like, Mutant Madman, and also we're doing meteors because we're Asgard. I'm not as sure about meteors. I'm not as sure about meteors. I think Mutant Madman comes in because uh, Wolverine is a four physical def- uh, defense. Of course, of course. We have yeah. a lot more. It's it's he plays into that strategy much more than he plays into the the meteor strategy. If that makes sense. Oh, of course, but it's just the meteor strategy is like. Asgard itself is just so good at it. Like oh, yeah. the rest of the team. The rest mm-hmm. of the team. And well, so the other obvious, obvious choice that we talked about earlier is getting cubes. Right. On the X trade side. Yeah, yeah. I think we I think we can easily go cubes. I'm fine with that. Just because between healing factor and the leadership and hood heal, we have so many ways to heal the damage from cubes. Now, do we want to go hammers? To shore up like Logan's wild trigger weakness, or do we want to stay away from hammers? Hmm. I think we're going to have we're going we already have a bunch of fairly expensive tactics cards. We're doing Odin's blessing and exceptional mm-hmm. healing and probably right. Rainbow Bridge. Right. Definitely. And all of those cost three, and the jump from three to four is a lot bigger than the jump from two to three. It's true. It's true. But it's also like, it's the hammer question every time where it's like, if Asgardians have a bunch of hammers, I mean, how much more power are they building, right? Mm-hmm. It's, that's um, And we also have Angela, and she could do the double ha- hammer play potentially. Yeah. So that's worth considering, but it also jumps out to me, even though sometimes it can lead to not great, great play experiences with like Black Cat in the meta, but like Deadly Virus, it is 19 threat and removing conditions off Wolverine seems really good as well. So. Yes. So that is something I wanted to bring up. The other one I want to bring up for completely the wrong reasons. 
Okay. We're counting up. Uh oh. Okay. What are the reasons? Uh, gives an additional physical attack die and immunity slow and stagger. It's true. <laughs> Wolverine doesn't want to be double moving anyway. Right. <laughs> and Just we were talking about how much he hates stagger. It's so true. <laughs> so we're just gonna buff him up, and he's just gonna plant his feet and and fight. Try people. to super saiyan up, yeah. And the other thing is, yeah. we do have enchantress, so we can steal the herb from their herb carrier. True. I'm not against it. I, I I'm scared of the 15 threat. Very scared with the team we've built, but mm-hmm. we could probably make that work if we had to. Um, Let's see, four, eight, twelve. Yeah, we can we can go four wide, right? Or we can yeah, go. We have toad. Or we can, yeah. Um, I was thinking, uh, Thor, Valkyrie, Wolverine, Winter Soldier. Okay. What about this though? What about sixteen? I mean, research station. Yeah. Talking about Logan, like being in one place <laughs> all game. Uh huh. It seems pretty obvious, and then if he's doing the best at what I do, he can easily reposition back to the researcher, right? Oh, yeah, in, in an effective way, and not lose actions, which is our goal with him. So, and a thing, that seems pretty fun. And a thing we have not brought up okay. is the fact on his backside he cannot interact or hold objective focus, but this is an right. extract that he can still contest. Correct, correct. It's one of those weird ones that gets around that. Um, same with shield coming out soon, right? The yes. grunts can be on that one, potentially, um, like in criminals, I guess, or something. So, I think we should do research station. I think I think that's we want the fight in one place, right? Yes. Um, and going back to Sakias, but speaking of having the fight in one place, okay. Uh, and <laughs> and Wolverine's mobility issues, correct, and healing factor. Right. Intrusions. Yes. Yes. I'm a big fan of intrusions. He does not care about the portal damage. Nope. Um, it gets him into the fight no basically no matter where he is. Um It's nineteen threat. Nineteen threat, big big spender value. So yeah, I I think that one's pretty solid for us. I agree. So we mentioned earlier Mayor Fisk. Like, obviously Logan's really good on this, but like, everyone are Asgardians scared? Yeah, Asgardians are scared of it, right? Because of the yeah. stun. Uh huh. So, but let's let's stay on Secures for a minute because we we do have two. We have Intrusions and Mutant Madmen. Yeah. So that's nineteen and eighteen respectively. So I think we should stay at this eighteen, nineteen, twenty range. Personally, so. Do we, I mean... How do we feel about scoundrels? Okay, so I'm interested in scoundrels, but I'm worried it's very spread, right? Yes, so can we, can we do too. that? Can I'm, we do that? I'm worried about that too, but also it gives us cover. So like, that's, I know, it's it's very good. So if we went Thor... Valkyrie. Let's just start there at eight, and then we add Logan. Twelve. So now yep. we're at twelve. So, in order to get affiliation, we're gonna have to add Loki or Bucky, right? So that take us to Enchant- fifteen or sixteen, or Enchantress, of course. So that take us to fifteen or sixteen. But the, then we get in the weird spot where it's like, what's the threat gonna be if we play Scoundrels, right? Because it's twenty uh-huh. or something else. So. I think we can shore that up with Angela, right? At that yeah. at that point, right? And and we'll be okay and keep affiliation. So, I I'm I'm into it. I mean, or, we're not playing criminals. Or we can go the four wide, uh, five wide, but four okay. Asgard list of uh, Thor, Valkyrie, Loki, Enchantress, Wolverine at twenty. Always good. Always good. Yeah, it's good. Kind of our core team. I feel like in a lot of ways. Um, I'm still a little worried about it. The other one, which we don't care about as much, except for Wolverine, is Terrigen Clouds. It's the absolutely. other kind of 20. 
I, I'm into it. I mean, you're saying the rest of our Asgardians don't care about it because because they're power. still making power off of it. It like limits them a little bit, but not as much as it does for say a web warrior. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the other tight objective that comes up potentially that's high threat is demons downtown, right? Demons 19? downtown. Yeah. I mean, that just makes Wolverine potentially come online with his attacks, but uh-huh. and we do he have also the, could be incinerated. Well, we also do have the affiliation to, because we're going to be we playing do. tall. We probably have priorities so we can pull incinerate off of our in danger model. Every time. Yeah. yeah. It's our turn. Yeah. So maybe I, demons downtown is safer. Yeah, I think Demon Downtown will be the safer one. And we're kind of like Intrusions is slow scoring. Demon Downtown is slow scoring. Yeah. Um, Mutant Madman can be slow scoring, potentially, if it flips back and forth. So mm-hmm. we might just be like, this might be turning into like a control meets attrition Asgard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's becoming less control Asgard, like the Omnis style, and more kind of half and half. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So if we have as our extracts the cubes and research station, that only leaves one left. Yeah. So do we want to do something like the Cree Core? Or is that too risky for us? Or is that just fine? Like we just let the game play out and we also have another twenty threat in the in the I'm, options. I am always fine with Cree Core. Um because I'm too. you can do the same trick that you can do with Black Bolt on Kree-Core. To no matter the cost? Yeah, and turn one no matter the cost. Uh, on a range three attack that has a throw. You're saying like if somebody moves up onto that Kree-Core, like on one of the points, you do it onto them, right? Yes. So uh, it's it's also if they flip, if, if you have like an Angela or a... Uh, uh, amazing Peter, who run up and first action flip it, they get stranded there. That's so true. And then you can kidnap them. <laughs> I love it. I mean, no matter the cost is already going in this list oh, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So you're speaking my language, so it's it's a Logan auto include in my mind. So that puts us at three secures and three extracts. Yeah. So uh, our threats, by the way, are 18, 19, 19. 17, 16, 20. Mm-hmm. Research station being the lowest is 16. Not 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 an issue, yeah. I don't think. Um, so let's start with the the obvious cards that are coming in. Uh, we have Exceptional Healing, Odin's Blessing, uh, no matter the cost. Correct. All immediately come in. Are we getting in the Wolverines? Um, I'm not sure yet because I don't know how much lore has come up yet, but I, I know we're getting Rainbow Bridge and I think. Okay. I think. Just to give us that flexibility. I also, uh, do we want get help? Um, Probably. Simply, I think we have room for it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just another throw, right? And Yeah, and it lowers their, uh, gives out stagger and lowers their defense dice. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Man. There's just some some part of me that wants to potentially drop Enchantress and put a Colossus and do fastball special. <laughs> just just some small part, you know, of me. Because we are this is the Logan episode, right? And we might as well you know, Colossus. Ugh. The combo, you know? Yes. Um But then um also we have the Weapon X program. Are we are we bringing that in? Good question. So I think the way to look at it is let's pick our restricted cards mm-hmm. and then we start looking at what our hand is. I think field dressing is very high on my list yeah. because we have healing factor characters and we have ask guardians. So I think yeah. field dressing just has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the question after that is, do we want brace because Logan weighs more and you know, as guardians being thrown is not great. Or do we just want to like take another healing card? Um, I just kind of want to take another healing card. Yeah, we could. 
just like double up on just like make your opponent just quit the game or <laughs> just like we have all the healing uh so just med pack is what Lovely i'm hearing med pack <clears throat> just a safe heal that we don't have to count on power for yeah okay um i have to do the joke question okay are we bringing doom prophecies until we are playing asgard you know, I don't think it's off the table. We are, we just talked about earlier. I talked about earlier, like the power of a doom prophecy on a doc Ock, right? Because wilds just really come online. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it can't be on Logan then, but like Angela and Thor with it can really do work. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth considering strongly right now because we are kind of going a beat down Asgard, right? Less of a control, right? I'm, so I'm not convinced by it. I'm not either, but I'd love to like play it and prove myself wrong. Yes. Um, so the 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 one that I, I am convinced by, and this is complete left field pull. Okay. Uh, psychic shielding device. Okay. I'm. I like it. Uh, to like stop Logan from being moved and other characters. Yeah, and give him a little bit more mystic defense because he is weak to mystic, and we do have wizards running around. We do. So that's more of like a, a tech card. But also against web warriors, it's annoying. Against enemy enchantresses, it's annoying. It's just, there's so much that this card plays against in the meta right now. So, taking this instead of Indomitable, potentially, is what you're saying? Potentially. Because um, it, it has more range. It is proactive, right. but it has way more range and coverage. And we're playing close-knit fights. We are. I like that a lot. But also, we could play both. <laughs> we could. But also, we could just play... I'm also thinking of poten- the potential of just playing Climbing Gear. Yeah, Climbing Gear is great. Because there's so many characters that we have that, like, if they get strongly displaced, they just have to get back mm-hmm. to the point and, like, double tap if they can. So I think Climbing Gear... I would for sure bring in this list. Um, I think I'd just bring in Asgard in general, but now that we have a Logan, it's like even more obvious to me. Yeah. Um, so I think climbing gear for sure, but that puts us at nine. Yeah. Um, so we could bring Indomitable. We could bring the Wolverines. Mm-hmm. We could bring, I'm looking at our characters. Is there anything else like character card wise we could bring? Not really. Hood gang, maybe. Yep. Once again, giving us more chance for rerolls. On our Wolverine. I, I'm not as sure about that one because Hood is going to be very... Well, Hood is going to try and be in normal mode a lot because he wants to be another medic for our list. Correct. And just add even more survivability. Um, the other option, which I don't think is as good for us, but is going to be good when our opponent chooses the secure, is Blind Obsession. Never against this card. I, I've I've played it almost every time I've played the game, so it's something that I I think it's good. I mean, if Logan's on a flank, right, it's really strong card. Yeah, I'm I'm very good with Blind Obsession. I mean, I I think it's Psychic Shielding Device or Indomitable, mm-hmm. but I like I like this play of Psychic Shielding Device. Um, so another weird one. And okay. I don't know how this rules interaction works, and so you may be able to help me. How does Battle Lust work with charge? Let's read it together because it's been a while since I've played Battle Lust. Um, you th- probably know better than me. At the end of a move action made by an allied character's activation, the movie Va- character may spend power equal to its size to play this card. Mm-hmm. So are you asking, like, when. Because you do a move action and then an attack action. Is there a window in between those two to play Battle West? I think so, but yeah, you're right. That it, it, it does make it strange because this charge, charge says take a move action, right? I'm almost yeah. positive. Let's double check. The best of what I do, this character makes a move action followed by an adamantium slash attack action followed by... I feel like that's pretty pretty clear, but you never know with rules sometimes, like you said. 
Mm-hmm. But it's with, it's the question of is that followed by a intrinsic resolver that means there is no opportunity to play anything between them. Right. Kind of like how we like when we do beam attacks, it's like resolve all the beams mm-hmm. before like a Sam trigger, for instance, right? Yeah. Um, hmm. That that's a question for the rules form. Very good question for the rules form. Perfect question for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in. I like Battle Lust. The idea of it for sure. Yeah. Um, even though Blind Obsession is giving us a similar idea, sort of played in a different way, you know. Um, more dice on a flank or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm trying I think to these... remember the name of a card. Where okay, which is the one that gives you aggressive for an, for warpath? Warpath. That's right. I think for one power, a short move towards an attacking character on. A uh, Wolverine is not a bad time. Okay, I can't disagree. I mean, the question is, if we bring that, do we drop Psychic Shielding Device? Do we drop Sibling Rivalry? Well, I'm I'm currently sitting at 9. So I have 11. Okay. So I have Exceptional Healing, Odin's Blessing, No Matter the Cost, Rainbow Bridge... Sibling rivalry, field dressing, med pack, psychic shielding device, climbing gear, blind obsession, warpath. Okay, cool. I had not put either blind obsession or warpath officially in the list yet. I was kind of in the speculating mode for what that final slot is. That makes sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, But it seems like you're leaning towards blind obsession because that's just a card that you like a lot. That and we're gonna have plenty of power, right? And yeah. we're gonna have because we're Asgard, and like we're always gonna have. I think, as you said, we're going a little bit more tall. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're always gonna have someone on a side point that can play this card. Ideally, it's Logan, but I mean, it's exceptional on Angela or other characters, right? Oh, so yeah. it's it's something I've always played my spider foes and a lot of other teams with great success because it's just. So much consistency, and I mean, you can even use it at the top of a a round, and someone's already on their injured side, and you can just immediately activate, right? Oh, With yeah. Logan, for instance, and just maybe blow them up, and oh, yeah. it, the obsession's gone. So I think for that, I mean, just thinking about getting him two more dice, kind of guaranteed, and two more defense dice, right, on a flank, Yeah, I think it's worth it. Cool. So that is our list. Our final list for those at home is Wolverine, Thor, Prince of Asgard, Valkyrie, Enchantress, Loki, God of Mischief, Angela, Toad, Hood, X-23, Winter Soldier. For tactics cards, we have Exceptional Healing, Odin's Blessing, No Matter the Cost, Rainbow Bridge, Sibling Rivalry, Field Dressing, Med Pack, Psychic Shielding Device, PSD, uh, Climbing Gear, Blind Obsession. For Secures, we have Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park. Intrusions open across city as seals collapse, and Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. And then for Extracts, we have Struggle for the Cube Continues, Research Station Attacked, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. Seems really fun. And, you know, making Asgard a little bit more attrition is pretty interesting. I don't think it's something a lot of people have done. And like you said, Lexa, a lot of people have kind of forgotten about Asgard. Oh, it's, yeah. it's very strange. And I think in this list, I feel like if we're playing Logan every time, mm-hmm. we're going to be taking exceptional healing and Odin's blessing every time, potentially, yeah. on top of our field dressing and med pack, and then a card that we just need for flavor. So it's like, it's very rough for our opponent. Like, where do they attack? Oh, now we're using the Asgard leadership to heal or remove conditions. It, it's very powerful, I think, um, in the way of just, we're a wall of bodies of characters you know we have <laughs> bought killing. the beef we have we have so it's pretty fun uh, i'm i'm a huge fan so i'm looking forward to playing this on the table fantastic and if people wanted to reach out to you where could they find you absolutely so i host the podcast i mentioned earlier fury's finest you can find fury's finest on all 
podcast platforms of your choice or on social media at Furious Finest or Twitter at Furious Finest Cast. And you can find me, Jesse, on the Discord. Uh, my Discord name is Furious Finest, but also I am on Twitter and Instagram just as Jesse Aiken. That's J S S E E A K I N. I'm also on that Facebook page on the Marvel Crisis Protocol groups under Jesse Aiken as well. That is one place I avoid like the plague. It's the Facebook page. Well, I take the the brunt from me and my host both because my host is not even on Facebook. My host is not even on Facebook, Chris. And um, I you know, not, I, I, <laughs> I am not either. <laughs> so I just, my Facebook has survived only due to podcasting for many, many years. And unfortunately, Facebook makes you have a fully fledged personal profile for to run a business page or content creation page which it, it's not great it's not yeah. great like so you're absolutely right but in order you know i'm not i don't use my normal facebook very much except to post pictures of my daughter for to family so outside of that i just literally use it to be involved in the uh the gaming pages i'm involved in which in particular is mcp and uh the star wars games so uh you know it's a lesser of evil sort of situation unfortunately mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's it's the good for the podcast because a lot of people follow us there and we post you know new episodes and stuff and people follow it but i I would much rather post it all on discord or uh twitter or something you know yeah i could well i i am rather uh social media phobic overall uh Fair enough. the yeah. only social media that i consistently use is tumblr and discord right uh, tumblr and discord yeah. discord does not feel like social media it feels like old style forms which i think are a slightly different beast you are absolutely right. Maybe that's why I love it so much. I think Discord's the one I use the most. Yes. And I, I, yeah, it's definitely an amalgamation. It's not pure social media and it's not pure maybe internet forums. It's some sort of yeah. new tech, which is, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great way to stay in touch with the community. I mean, mm-hmm. we have the Furious Finest patron Discord. And it's a wonderful community. I know you have a wonderful community with your patron Discord as well. So yes. it's like, there's, there's something very personal about that too that just disconnects you from the the drivel and the uh, mm-hmm. the nonsense of some of the other social media, you know. <laughs> and yes. um, unfortunately, sometimes the Marvel Christ Protocol page on Facebook um, gets negative, and I don't like that either. So you know, it's something I try to avoid as well. Oh, yeah. But it's unfortunate, you know, when I got to get on there and post stuff for the podcast, but it's, it's, it's a necessary part of life for now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll go away at some point. So, yes. Um, and if you wanted to find me, uh, I am Lexa white on all the MCP discords, Egypt on all the non MCP discords. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreoncom slash Lexa white, where you will get access to that wonderful, wonderful, uh, in, uh, uh, Morlock's Patreon server that also includes me yelling about TV shows and stuff and love Arkham it. Horror the Card Game which, oh, I love that game so much. Um, and it's a my, good game, I've heard, yeah. And uh, my custom MCP projects which I'm working on some new stuff behind the scenes that should hopefully be coming out soon. Oh, uh, wonderful. And then uh, if you want to reach out to the show we do have an email at Morlock's MCP MorlocksMCP at gmail.com So if you want to email the show, you can do so then. There. Um, as well, if you want to see me playing other stuff every other Monday at twitch.tv slash itshackermike, I play miscellaneous board games with my friends. Uh, currently, we're working our way through a uh, version of Betrayal Legacy. And then... Ooh, Betrayal Legacy. Wow. Yeah. And then... Uh, most Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash games, you can find me playing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content, which is very, very exciting. And then, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, this episode should be coming out in April, so the uh, on the Patreon, the uh, March What I've Watched episode should have come out, along with uh, a bonus episode on the first three months of music because I love music a lot and want to talk about it. And what is pa- what is Patreon for for, but otherwise to yell about the stuff that you don't get to talk about in the main feed. That's what it's for. That's exactly yep. what the Patreon feeds are for. <laughs> love it. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Absolutely. It's been a blast to be here and uh, represent Logan and Wolverine. And I think this is a pretty beefy team, like you mentioned, Alexa. And I think a a powerful team, honestly. I think it shores up a lot of Logan's weaknesses and why don't we see him as much in the game. And uh, looking forward to playing it on the field. Yeah. And for all of you at home, keep experimenting.